Bishop Thurl and I discuss news updates and events in Mormon polygamy groups. Next on Polygamy, what love is this? When we first contemplated producing a weekly program with our main focus on Mormon polygamy groups, people would ask the question, how much is there to talk about to substantiate or sustain a, a weekly program? And we also ask that question. But the polygamists just keep on providing abundant information for us to talk about, you know? And there's so much information about Mormon polygamy history and doctrine uh, and then add to that the current events and practices. We just don't run out of material yeah. to discuss on our been show. And it's going what since uh, eleven years. Eleven years. Eleven years is eleven years it's now. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, um, we started in two thousand and eight, and this is yeah. two thousand nineteen. It's yeah, eleven, 11 years. years. So, a reminder to our viewers too that our purpose is primarily to challenge Mormon polygamists and our LDS viewers to check out what they believe and why do they believe it. Find out why there are objections to their beliefs and why we ask the question, if they have the truth and are God's only true church, why is there so much deception and so many changes? If they have the truth, they don't need to lie about anything. Now, we don't do this to point people to us or to our church, nor do we claim that we go to the only true church. We do this to point people to Jesus Christ, who is the truth, the Jesus of the Bible, who is the only Savior and who is God Almighty. He is not our elder brother or Lucifer's spirit brother, and that's the first truth everyone in Mormonism needs to know. Now, there are some current events that we want to discuss so our viewers can know what's up in the various polygamy groups regarding their own activities and the law. Members usually don't really know what's going, you know, the truth of what's going on, especially in other groups. And they they don't really talk about that kind of stuff, do they? Any information they have would be filtered, and and they they might talk about that, but they still wouldn't have what's really going on. Um, there are current events that we need to discuss so the viewers can know and, and why, how there's so many court battles that because the polygamy yeah. groups are breaking the law. Several months ago, one man criticized us because we always bring out the point that polygamy is against the law, and I don't know why that bothers him. <laughs> and it's true, we do talk a lot about uh, it's against the law. Maybe it's because there's so many court cases and, and legal battles between a polygamy group and the rule of law. Yeah. And because no lie comes from the truth, we're told in the Bible, so why are they lying? Our first update is another court case concerning the FLDS in Canada. <coughs> James Oler, who was convicted in Canadian law for his practice of polygamy, is back in court for trafficking his daughter across the Canadian border into the United States in order to facilitate a marriage to an American member of the FLDS. Now, this happened back in 2004. A former member testified about the FLDS group in Canada, and we quote from the Coast Mountain News article. It says, The witness was born in community and raised in the FLDS doctrine, which included religious training in school, church, and in the family home. She said she was taught by religious leaders to fully obey the family priesthood head, her father as a girl, and her husband after she was married. 
the only honorable way to leave the FLDS is to die. <laughs> and I've known that since I was a baby, said a Crown witness, who asked not to be identified, fearing reprisals from FLDS members. I knew there was no one in the world who could help me, she said. There wasn't a lawyer, there wasn't a policeman, there was no one that could help me leave Bountiful and still be able to have my children. Now, this is Bountiful in Canada right. and, and not the one here in Utah. Now, this witness testified about the treatment of women in the FLDS. She told how, first, polygamy is essential to achieving the highest level of Mormon celestial glory. We're all taught that in polygamy. I'm sure. That disobedience is being branded a traitor and of their warnings of coming up against God by rejecting polygamy and their leadership. Uh, which, of course, puts their eternal salvation at risk and threats of excommunication from the polygamy community. A question I've always asked is, why does Mormonism exhibit such a lack of love and compassion and understanding that they shun and disown their own family who disagree with disagree. them? disagree, yeah. Jesus said if anyone comes to him, he will never cast them out. So why do these who claim to be his only true church do what he says he'll never do? Mormonism just does not follow or believe in the biblical Jesus. No. <clears throat> the newspaper article writes, <clears throat> excuse me, that the role of women and obedience in the FLDS is a key element to this court case in Canada. We quote again. It, <clears throat> women are not allowed to keep money or own assets and require permission to go anywhere, which makes moving on from the community and the religion difficult for those who want to leave. The witness said a relative who left Bountiful struggled to adjust to the world outside the FLDS community because she had no financial resources, post-secondary education, or formal work experience and job training. And that's pretty normal. It's not uh, just not once in a group, while. It happens a lot. Yeah. Now, James Oler's daughter, who was taken across the Canadian border to marry an FLDS man in the United States, was a young teenager. I think she was 12 or 13 at the time oh, in gee. 2004 when this took place. The marriage was documented by Warren Jeffs, and the records of this was confiscated during the raid on the YFC ranch in 2008. Now, the special prosecutor said that Oler should have known that his daughter would be placed in a situation that would facilitate sex offenses. And that is what he's on trial for. He is her father. He believes in polygamy. He knew his daughter was being taken into a situation where sex would be the obvious conclusion. At this point, the trial has not been completed, but the case against him is solid. And we just pray that our country and all of our states would do something substantial to halt all the illegal activities of polygamists and the abuses and not wait until more and more lives are ruined forever. And it just goes on and on, doesn't it? It seems like it. And the next one is about the AUB polygamy group. Uh, it's also known as the All Red polygamy group. They aren't in the news much, but give them more time because they will be in, in the news more because they are also involved in illegal activities just like the rest of them are. Now, this is about the AUB Pinesdale, Montana community. The AUB leader and president is Lynn Thompson. Now, to remain members of any Mormon group, <clears throat> excuse me, a person must attribute all loyalty to the president. 
Oh, that's right. just normal through all the groups. Now, is he church. considered the prophet and president? Uh-huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, just like the Mormon church did. They all have the same okay. idea. Just different people. Right. <laughs> now, this story was reported in April by the Salt Lake Tribune, and we'll be quoting from their article, but I've also spoken with ex-members about it, and the bottom line is that the AUB are as scary and dangerous and abusive as the rest of them are. The Pinesdale, Montana polygamists operate a school called Pines Academy. They have a rule that no one can teach at their school unless they are loyal to and support their leader, Lynn Thompson. Thompson has been accused of multiple times of sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. Let's start our first quote here. This again from the Salt Lake <coughs> Tribune. Teachers must pass an interview and be blessed and set apart by AUB representatives to work there next year. The AUB's, <coughs> excuse me, the AUB's governing council also wants the religious curriculum of Pines Academy, which teaches kindergarten through sixth grade, to be more like the schools it operates in Utah, according to information provided to Pinesdale's families. The recent cr criteria for good standing in the AUB, Pinesdale's residents say, has been pledging support for Thompson and viewing him as the source of the AUB's power and authority from God, referred to as priesthood. And that's what they all do. And of course, sure. that's that's what happen, has been happening since Joseph Smith that's right. to all the Mormon <laughs> groups. Now, some members don't like their options, which are comply, <laughs> co comply, conform, or get out. Now, many of them adore the AUB religion and Thompson, but they disagree with the isolating critics, the critics of their leaders. And that's precisely what Mormonism is and has been from yeah. the very beginning of Joseph Smith's reign and rule. And in the early days, punishment was often terribly cruel. I'll bet. <laughs> we quote again from the article. A daughter and two nieces accused Thompson of fondling or molesting them as girls. An audit also found evidence that Thompson embezzled AUB funds before he ascended to the top post. The accusations have divided AUB members across the American West. The fissure has been most acute in Pinesdale, population 972, which was founded by AUB members in the 1960s, as a place to practice polygamy without fear of prosecution. Bigamy is a misdemeanor in Montana, and state statutes do not forbid living with spiritual wives as they do in Utah, where bigamy is a felony. So it's a little interesting how yeah. it's different in each state, but it's still illegal. Still the, illegal. The way they define it is a little different. Right. We add here, of course, that the Utah state constitution prohibits polygamy forever. Arizona state constitution also prohibits polygamy. Obviously, the prohibition <laughs> means nothing uh, yeah. in either state. Where we have those two cities down there. And, mm -hmm. and Absolutely. On the border. Right. Know. Colorado City's in Arizona and Hilldale's Hilldale. in Utah. Yeah. yeah. Now, polygamists complain that their constitutional rights are trampled on, yet they don't even abide by the Constitution themselves. So anyway, Dave Jessup is a lay leader in the AUB Pinesdale community, and he said that the goal was to ensure that the school is teaching students the AUB's religion, and that's why they have private schools. And that makes sense, except that this religion cannot abide or trust anyone who does not agree with the leader or with the doctrine. 
Of course, many polygamy groups operate private schools and teach their students their polygamy doctrine. So their generational teaching includes disobey the laws of the land because God said so. <laughs> now that's what they all teach. That's they all teach that. And you were taught that too. I was taught that too. But God didn't say so. In fact, this is what God did say. Yeah, from <laughs> Romans chapter 13, 1 and 2. Everyone must submit himself to the govern, governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, he who rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. Now, I know Mormonism loves to use the word authority. Oh, they, yeah. they love that. Now, this is governing authority, not religious authority. Sure. Right? You're saying that God's the, hand is even including uh, the, governments the government of the states, That's the right. cities, the country. Yeah, and so we also read First Peter chapter two, verses thirteen and fourteen: Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every authority instituted among men, whether to the king as the supreme authority, or to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to command those who do right. So there he's establishing there's a rule of law right. and there should be penalty for breaking the law right. and and there's nothing to worry about if you are not breaking the law. And so that shows where the polygamy groups are as far as what God says about that. And an exception to this command we find in the Bible is if governments prohibit our telling others about Jesus. There's a prohibition. There's a, a, a little oh, little we, passage in the book of Acts right. that they use to substantiate they're breaking all kinds of laws. We're supposed to obey our government authorities. There are laws against polygamy, and, and there's a law. Uh, now, these are the laws our government has set up against polygamy, against welfare fraud, against child bride, human trafficking, uh, against slave labor, domestic abuse, also cheating on tax returns. But the polygamy groups do all of those things and more. Isn't that sad? It is. But they do it for the good of the kingdom of God. And they call themselves the kingdom of God, and yet they're doing all these things. It can't be possible. No. It can't be possible. That's not God. That's not the God of the Bible, nor is it the rule of law that God has established. Now, the next news article is really quite revolting, and it may make some viewers sick. <laughs> but we're going to tell it anyway, because it needs to be told, and maybe many of our viewers have seen it already. I don't know. But yeah. it deals again with the Kingston polygamy group. Uh, they are currently, of course, involved in the over a billion dollar lawsuit, uh, right. tax fraud court battle. But this court battle is something completely different. And we're going to be quoting from a KSL news article, and it begins with this. A northern Utah man accused of not properly taking care of the livestock he was hired to oversee is facing charges after 46 cows starved. Jeremiah Daniel Kingston, age 29, was charged along with Natural Choice LLC in Plymouth with wanton destruction of livestock, a second-degree felony. According to charging documents, Kingston and his company were contracted to care for 585 cows, which included responsibilities to supervise supply of water to livestock, moving of livestock around pastures as needed, and put forth a reasonable effort to minimize death, loss, and theft. 
Okay, now that sounds reasonable. Does sound reasonable. But Kingston did not provide enough food, water, and shelter. In fact, the conditions that he allowed became so deplorable that 46 of the cattle died from starvation. Can you imagine that? Isn't that awful? Several of the animals that didn't die became incapable of walking. Numerous cows became unable to produce milk, and many of them have, su have suffered various kinds of permanent physical impairments because of this particular abuse and sad. neglect. It's just, it just breaks my heart. Witnesses explained that they had observed Kingston attempting to hide dead cows by dragging them into bushes and covering <laughs> them with sticks and brush. The value of the livestock is over $300,000. Hmm. Now, the pain of these poor animals and the dollar amount of the loss is really hard to stomach. Why is there so much abuse against life in polygamy groups? Um, any life, I guess. Any huh? life, yeah. yeah. Now, whether it's the lives of the children or the teenagers or the child brides or the polygamous wives or of animals, so much abuse, so much disrespect and disregard for human beings and for life in general. We wonder if our viewers remember or are even aware of the abuse that the FLDS inflicted on their animals several years ago when Warren Jeffs decided to obliterate that. all pets. I do remember that. It was a citywide annihilation. They gathered all their pets together and started shooting them dead. And many people, many children watched as their pets were killed. It traumatized many of them. I've talked to people down there in, in Colorado City that that where their kids were, the children were just traumatized because they had to watch some of that killing. And they thought this comes from God. And they thought, yeah, <laughs> Warren Jeff said it was. Some witnesses say that livestock were killed with chainsaws. And mm. of course, how many times have all the polygamy groups been accused of human abuse? Oh, yeah. Many groups will not allow ailing members proper medication or medical treatments for disease resulting in death many times after unnecessary suffering. My aunt did, she suffered bone cancer for a year. They never let her have one single doctor visit. Oh my goodness. Till three days before she died. <laughs> and then remember back when Daniel Kingston whipped his 16 year old daughter so many times, I think it was 27 or 28 times with his belt, that she finally fainted from the terror and the pain simply because she ran away from a plural marriage to her uncle as his 16th wife. <laughs> Daniel served a few weekends in jail, and that was it. Weekends. For the, for the beating. For that, yeah. I know of people who have died from cancer and other medical problems simply because professional medical help was refused them, and they were forced to eat weird diets instead of proper and scientific medical treatments. Is this a money issue? I mean, I know they have plenty of money usually, but... But they want to keep it. They want to keep it. They don't it. want they to spend it on doctors. It. Yeah. yeah. And they don't want maybe their problems to be out in the open. That they're afraid of, of, yeah. of that in some of it, especially yeah. if it involves pregnancies. Right. Um, but I have to ask, where's their compassion? I know. When they can leave suffering and they don't, it's where's just, their compassion? It's not God-like at all. Uh-uh. <laughs> in fact, in reading the Gospels, we discovered that Jesus had compassion. Yeah. Everywhere he went, he had compassion on the sick and people he didn't even know. And these polygamy groups know their members and they don't have compassion on them. One doctrinal dogma that polygamists have is that polygamy is, is designed to make them more Christ-like. And yet I have to see Christ-likeness develop 
as a result of any single polygamous relationship. In fact, it just doesn't happen. We sure haven't heard about it here, have we? <laughs> no, no. One early Mormon plural wife said <laughs> that polygamy makes a good man bad and a bad man into a monster. And it can do that to women too, I've seen it. Hmm. And it's all because they're following bad doctrine. Yeah. Bad doctrine. Jesus said, bad root produces bad fruit, right? Right. We have an anonymous quote from a former member of the FLDS. He has been there and done that and said this, and please listen very carefully. Years ago, I was both disturbed and relieved when I read over 400 pages of evidence that the FBI had gathered directly from Warren Jeff's personal record confiscated from the YFC ranch in Texas. Disturbed because I learned every single one of our bishops in every corner of our society are exploiting a basic human need to be loved, to gratify their own sexual attraction to prepubescent children, feeding their pedophiliac disorder, relieved because I am at peace knowing that we have broken the chain in our lineage and saved our kids and generations to come from a fate worse than hell. If the world knew one-tenth of the sexual debauchery the FLDS engaged in, disguising their behaviors as religious privilege, they'd be stripped of tax exemption status the same day and hunted in every state. These pedophiles, they're growing, conditioning, and harvesting sex slaves. They can't stop, not because it's God command, God's commandment, but because they're <clears throat> constantly exposed to and engulfed in a multi-generational, psychological, behavioral, and social disorder. And that wow. is bad. One-tenth, he says, yeah. that we don't know. And I believe that's, I believe that's true. Uh -huh. And what is sad is that the authorities are doing nothing. And they, you know, there's so many books written, so many stories written, and yet they just let it continue to go on without intervening in any way. I don't know what they would do. I don't, not a lawyer, so I can't say. But and just think of the suffering know that going goes on along the way, and the ones that aren't reported. Yes. And you know of so many. Yes, so many aren't reported. Yeah. Absolutely. Now there is another investigation going on in the FLDS town of Colorado City. This one isn't so dramatic, but it's uh, for voter fraud <laughs> in the last election. But again, oh. we have this court battle after court battle after court battle going on for, by king, the kingdom of God. And again, know? not following the law, of course. Not following the law. Right. In a public meeting, their county attorney said that there were people who voted in the last election who did not live at a particular address as listed in the voter registration records. So they lived one place and, and voted yeah. in another place. Evidently, some residents had complained, and so the county attorney attorney is checking it out. Now, there was also a complaint that some of the mail-in ballots were intercepted <laughs> and filled out by people who no longer lived at a particular residence. Wow. Well, the problem stems from their United Order group that evicted householders who refused to, uh, to accept the terms of home ownership. Mm -hmm. So there was some, some resident changes going on down there. But when it come time to vote, they claimed their previous address as being their permanent address wow. since many of them are fighting to get their homes. And so they voted in the district they had once lived. 
their illegal activities just don't seem to stop. Yeah. Now, this investigation, of course, could vindicate them as well. Yeah. well. We'll see how it all turns out. But in the past years, the United States Department of Justice sued both polygamous towns, Hilldale and Colorado City, for alleged discrimination in services. They wouldn't utility services for non-members, and, and they operated a police department that was loyal to Warren Jeffs and not loyal to the law. Oh so there's been some problems going on down there all along, you know. <laughs> now there's a little bit about more information about the food stamp fraud of the FLDS a couple of years ago. An article in the Salt Lake Tribune on April 25th of 2019 reported that the state of Utah has dropped all charges and ceased their investigation of the FLDS food stamp fraud charges. Really? I didn't hear that. It was very low key in the news. <laughs> Now, we find this interesting for several reasons, one of them being that at least six people pleaded guilty <laughs> in the other one. So That's they were strange. sent home with a slap on the wrist, and their punishment was that each one of them had to watch a film on how to properly use their food stamps. Oh, boy. People freak. Now, this was over $11 million food stamp yeah, fraud. that was huge. And you read stories in other places of the country where there's a, a million dollar, a hundred thousand, and they end up in prison. Yeah, yeah. And these guys just go, don't do that. Oh my goodness. It's just, I don't get it. Anyway, we find uh, people frequently ask, why does Utah put up with such flagrant abuse of our laws? Well, if any of our viewers have a, va a, a valid answer to that question, there are sure a lot of people who You'd would like, like to, hear. to hear what it is. <laughs> and finally, but not least in importance, is the latest on a Kingston-owned business in Lake Elsinore in Southern California. Now, the Kingstons aren't just in Utah. No. The name of the business in question is Lake Elsinore Casino. So they're in gambling. Mm. Someone described it as an underwhelming low-rise card club. It is owned by the Kingston polygamists and has been doing business despite the fact that it does not have a regular license and refuses to cooperate with background checks. Mm. Strange. We quote. <clears throat> yeah, this is from uh, www.casino.org. And it says, in 2008, the Regulatory Bureau of Gambling Control recommended the casino should not be granted regular licensing licensing because one of its owners, Joseph Kingston, a full brother to clan leader Paul Kingston, had not provided the required information. Meanwhile, the casino had neglected to keep adequate records, employed inappropriate accounting methods, failed to notify regulators of changes in ownership, and continued employment of a key employee with a felony conviction. Now, this is really kind of strange because uh, the California Licensing Authority has opted to renew their temporary license each year for 20 years, oh despite being under investigation. <laughs> and also, they were granted a request for a California horse racing license, despite the ongoing investigation, which is not a normal practice for California gambling licensing. So something's going on behind <clears throat> the scenes there. Follow the money, as they say, <laughs> That's right? That's right. So another quote one here. More. The Kingstons operate one of the biggest and richest family-run business empires in Utah, worth hundreds of millions, with interests in coal mining, restaurant supply, and weapons retail. Its secrecy is probably due to the fact that it maintains the illegal practice of polygamy. 
in keeping with the original beliefs and teachings of Joseph Smith. So again, in keeping with uh, polygamy group practices, the rule of law is just not important to Mormon polygamists, but just like Brigham Young said, this people is above the law. And that's what he said. And so it goes. With more news updates from Mormon fundamentalists, the contemporary Mormon polygamy groups. Strange. It's just always so strange. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And we'll keep doing the show as long as they keep giving us news updates. Thanks, Earl. You bet. Thank you. <laughs> you know, we know that polygamy group leadership are corrupt, and they know they're corrupt, but the general membership doesn't know that. They are deceived, and, and sadly, by remaining loyal to their pr respective groups, they think they are doing God's will. Most of them really do want to be doing God's will, but they never take the opportunity to discover for themselves if polygamy and the united order is God's will. And it isn't. All God really wants for us is to believe Him, to trust in Jesus Christ alone for eternal life, and realize that Jesus is the only way, and polygamy has no part of it, and it never did. Thank you for watching. This has been the audio podcast of Polygamy, What Love Is This? with host Doris Hansen. Polygamy, What Love Is This? is produced by A Shield and Refuge Ministry. More information on this program, including the video version of it, can be found at whatloveisthis.tv. If you have any questions or need help getting free from Mormon fundamentalism, write us at contact at shieldandrefuge.org or call us at 1-800-877-425-9993.